Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Two, make you wanna. Third and 14. Four-man rush again. Fields to the end zone. More touchdown. So Fields, who had the big first half last week, 20 yards here, down the field they go. More catches, two passes, six plays, 75 yards in a little less than three minutes. And Chicago draws first blood. Well, watch Percy Butler, the safety. When you have a vertical receiver against two safeties that are high, the linebacker's got to be able to get vertical. Watch the safety be influenced here, and that creates the opening to the outside. Again, give Justin Fields a lot of credit. That throw should not be there if the safety's doing his job. And again, he makes them pay on the back end. Welcome back to the Parkinson Spiegel QB1 Town Hall on the score. It's awesome to see so many listeners here bopping back and forth between the performance space and the kitchen to have some Aurelios during the breaks. And, I mean, you know, people just giving us booze. We do have booze. Which is nice. I don't think we can give them booze, though. <laughs> we can accept. Can we give them the booze that was given to us? That's an excellent question. I think probably. See, I don't know. Did Mitch leave yet? Did he do the Mitchy shuffle? Right. As soon as our bosses leave, I really think we're fine. Right? The Irish goodbye? <laughs> yeah. I think everything will be fine. <laughs> uh, we don't have There's mango. forensic accounting research that needs to be done. Wow. Man, Dan wow. Bernstein's excitement as for, uh, for forensic accounting is, is unparalleled. Doesn't get better. Um, so we a couple of things we want to play here. And I almost think we should play the fields first. Like, let him... Speak for himself. I, but let's let's play the clat. Okay, you, fine. You, it's you, your show. You, it's our show, baby. It, you teased it. 
You, I did. You teased I forgot it. what I said. Let's pay off the tease. Oh, okay, that's what we did. And it's just, let's add this voice to the mix, because I don't think we've played a single thing that this guy has said. This is the Fox number one uh, college football analyst. Yes. A, a three-year starter as a Colorado quarterback. And every year, he ranks his top five quarterbacks for the upcoming draft. And this just broke, it's just crossed on Monday. And it's starting to, to hit the internet and, and go all over. And the way he breaks down Caleb Williams and breaks down the characteristics that a great quarterback needs, it resonated to me and then very much to Chris Tannehill as well. All right, well. so this is, the, this is Joel Klatt's scouting report on Caleb Williams. Why is he my top quarterback in a quarterback-heavy draft? And the reason is, is because I find it incredibly rare. And in fact, it generally never happens where a quarterback that I evaluate is excellent in all five categories that I'm trying to evaluate him. And Williams is, he is top level talent in every category. And here's those categories. Number one, controlling the game from the pocket. Do you have the ability from the pocket to just stand there, receive the snap, and in a post-snap read, control the game from the pocket? Do you have that ability? I always start with that because generally speaking, that's the thing that always holds everybody back in the National Football League. Post-snap, making decisions, controlling the game from the pocket. Do you have the ability to do that? Williams does, and he showed amazing ability to do that at times. Arm talent. Do you have the requisite arm, and how talented is it? This guy's arm talent is off the charts. In particular, when he's out of the pocket, he makes every single throw. It's strong down the field. He's accurate in the intermediate zones. He can change angles. He's got an incredibly talented arm. Category number three, movement and creating. Can you move in the pocket? Get yourself free. Can you create without being a threat as a runner? Can you create time and space in order to be a threat as a passer, eyes downfield, and then hurt the defense outside of the pocket? I don't know if anybody has ever done that, at least that I've evaluated, better than Caleb Williams. This is his superpower right here in category number three, movement and creating. When he's on the move, he is most dangerous, very similar to Mahomes in a lot of ways. And the reason is, is because there's a combination of that arm talent and the ability to continue to know what's going on down the field, he is accurate on the run off platform. So he gets himself loose, and we've seen this time and time again, right? He gets himself loose in the pocket, he escapes, and his eyes stay downfield, and then boom, laser beam, throws a touchdown. That's his superpower right there. Arm strength and accuracy, guys ridiculous in, in that one. Number four, can you be a threat just straight with your legs? Top end, this guy is top end, right? There's not many that were better than him. So it didn't matter if he was just creating in the pocket or outside. He could also be a threat as a runner. Just ask OU. In fact, his first meaningful football as a college quarterback was basically a fourth down run in which he was stopped initially and then ran for a touchdown against Texas in the Red River game. Sooners come back and win that game. Wasn't going well for them. They put, remember, they bench Rattler. They put in Caleb Williams when Lincoln was there. And that fourth down run, I know Sooner fans don't want to like think about the fact that Lincoln and, and Williams left, but they did. And that's what we were initially graced with was his ability to hurt you with his legs. And then lastly is just your mind. Do you have the schematic ability in your mind to understand what's going on in the football field? And he does. He has that. I've talked to him at length um, uh, about schematics. I've talked to his coaches about what he understands about schematics. The guy understands what's going on. He gets the game of football. And so when I look at those five categories, normally, normally when I'm evaluating these quarterbacks for the draft, there's always at least one where you say, uh, eh, 
average to below average in that category. But he's so good in the other ones that it makes up for it, right? There's there's guys like that all over the place. The rarity is to find someone that is exceptional in all five. So why is Caleb Williams a generational talent? And why is he number one on many lists, including mine? Is because this guy is top end excellent in all five categories that I evaluate. And that's one of the most rare things in this at least this position and profession. I would also encourage people, don't get bored with the fact that we've known this for a long time. Generally speaking, our society gets bored with greatness. You know, oh, we don't like it when, you know, people win back-to-back -back titles. Oh, you know, Michael Jordan didn't win MVP every year. Why? Because people got bored. Was he the best player? Yes, of course. Of course. And I think people got bored with Caleb Williams and we expected so much out of him. And when their season didn't go well at USC, we all were just kind of like, well, you know, maybe he's not the best quarterback. Yes, no, no, no. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Don't get bored with our initial thoughts. I would just encourage people to remember that. We've known he was going to be the number one pick for a long time. And if he's not, I believe that is chasing ghosts. If a team doesn't select Caleb Williams number one overall, I think it's chasing ghosts. I mean, it, it happens in this sport. It happens in the draft process, but I don't think it'll happen this year. That's pretty good and thorough analysis from Joel Klatt. Uh, I don't think he has to worry about Caleb Williams not going one. I mean, he, he's going to go one. If, if Ryan Poles comes out of this and says, you know, I actually prefer Drake May or Jaden Daniels, he'll trade the pick and he'll he'll kind of split the, the apple here. He'll, he'll get... Fields fans want in terms of the trading down, he'll get extra assets and then he'll still take a quarterback to move on to mm -hmm. take a shot at being better and younger uh, and cheaper and all of that. But that, that's pretty good stuff. I think it's it, I think it's great stuff in terms of the way he breaks down the position and it resonated with me because we've lived talking about Mitch and then we've lived talking about Justin and the third one movement with keeping your eyes downfield. Right. Justin Mitch, got better at it, but didn't do it consistently. He got better at it, but it was a, a, like a very top priority to talk about and dissect and is he doing it he's getting a little better at it oh he's starting to show flashes so maybe that'll keep going and that'll that'll be great he called it that's caleb's superpower that that's where the mahomes comp comes from is yep. really that because mahomes is the best we've ever seen at keeping the eyes downfield and making things happen as he moves in the pocket and, but number one is the pocket number one is can you control the game post snap standing in the pocket and that is what we've talked about for, with Mitch for all those years. It's what we still talk about with Justin for all these years. It's what people are waiting for, and I don't see it yet with Justin. I don't. And, and if you don't see it after 38 starts, that's why, it's, that's why a lot of people who know are saying it's not that difficult a decision because that pocket quarterback thing, if Caleb is already showing a propensity for it in a way that you haven't seen Justin – that, then with all the other stuff that's there, that, that is a massive, massive factor. Kurt Warner tells it to us every week. Yeah, well, there was the there was Caleb's highlight package is so ridiculous that you think that he's only an off schedule player. I fired back at you. You you made a tweet that went viral with all of Caleb's off schedule stuff, and I tweeted at you. Yeah, show me stuff from the pocket. Yeah, and that got a ton of support from Fields people and from other things because I was like, I need to see it, man. Yeah, like because it's but it's. It's it is there. there. It, it, it is on the tape. That's the thing. Yeah. If you end up studying the tape and listening to people who really study it and really know it, it is there. That's when it changed for me. Yeah. Because I wasn't out on fields for a long time. But then I know that this guy has that. You need that. 
you need that to be a complete quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, that's a pretty strong endorsement uh, from Joel Klatt on Caleb Williams. Uh, Justin Fields made some news, though, and, and, and I use the word news in like the loosest sense of the term here when we're talking about whether or not he follows or unfollows the Bears. We, from we have, oh, oh, with that, yeah. right. He didn't make that news, but then that became news. Right? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. He, he made news by unfollowing the Bears on Instagram. And I know it sounds ridiculous. Like uh, our guy, Normal Tom, who said he only got a few years left, and so he just wants to, you know, enjoy, and I put those words in your mouth. Uh, you want to just, like, enjoy Justin Fields because he's good. <laughs> I mean, I would imagine that that would strike me as completely hey, ridiculous. Tom, thanks for coming on Death's Door. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good for you, Tom. Thanks, man. Straight uh, out of hospice. Uh, I love that album, by the way. <laughs> Straight out of hospice. Didn't you like that? It's really, really good. Really good. You made it real. Um, <laughs> but... The that's my superpower. <laughs> it, re- it really is. But like, it, it it it. I understand why it would strike people as ridiculous. It's news who he follows on Instagram. Why it's this is how millennial and Gen Z how we express ourselves. It's the social media uh, forensics. Yeah, it's just a thing. Yeah, and and, and so uh, Justin Fields uh, went on Equinemius St. Brown and Amon Ross St. Brown. The St. Brown brothers have a podcast, and it was honestly as loose and comfortable as I've ever seen Justin Fields with the media. Uh, it was it was great. I highly recommend it. It only will make you like him more if you like him, or even if you don't like him somehow, you will like him more than you don't currently. But this is how Justin Fields uh, responded to the question of why he unfollowed the Bears on Instagram. What's with the unfollow with the Bears? What's, what's up with that? Man, bro, I'm glad we're talking about it because people, why do people take social media so serious? Like, <laughs> but like, why, why are you unfollowing the Bears? This and that. Like, I still mess with the Bears. This and that. I'm just trying to take a little break. I unfollow the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Like, mm. I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. Just because you don't follow the girl on IG don't mean you're not messing with them. That's true. Them. That's true. That's facts. That's facts. But you, fo- you follow <laughs> Chiana, right? But listen, listen, man. Yeah, that's, that's my bro. girlfriend, though. That's different. But I'm saying, like, when you're single, it's you really mess with the girls you don't follow more than the girls you follow. You, you know feel me? Oh, like, so you're yeah, saying you man. mess with the Bears. You're saying you mess with the Bears more now that you don't follow them. Man. It's ah, not even like okay, that. okay. It's, it's something that I don't want to see in my timeline. I'm about to go on vacation. I don't want to see no football. And guess mm. what? Just, just get away. Get them away from Every Bears post. It's either the draft. you follow. Nah, it's either follow. It's the draft, Caleb. So it's like, bro, man, I'm tired of hearing the talk. We want like it's to, annoying. we want yeah. it. like, it's just, bro, like, it's time to just. So you're telling me you don't follow no football. Bro, you follow. I follow Ohio State football. I don't follow the NFL. I don't follow the Bears. Bleacher like, Report. Bleacher Report. Report. It's basketball season. They're not posting nothing about football, dog. Mm. Drake London, my teammate. What's up with that? What you mean? What's up with that? I follow you. You know, Actually, you know Drake? You. you don't follow me. But you know Drake? Um, I'll follow you after this, but nah, not for real. I mean, we played against them, you know, these past two years, but I don't know. Right. Like that. Hmm. I've been following for a minute, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's crazy. That's my dog. Um, I just know he's on the Falcons. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just, <laughs> just wondering why you followed Dre, if you knew him or something. Yeah, nah, I don't, I don't know him like that, but... Do you want to stay in Chicago, or what's up? Yeah, of course. Of course I want to stay. To be honest, bro, I'll be trying to, like, you know, with all the talk, it's, it's hard to, you know, I guess kind of just boom be in one place, but I can't see myself playing in another place, but I know how that league is. Like, EQ, you was probably the same way before you left Green Bay, but, I mean... If it was up to me, I would want to stay in Chicago. I love right. the city. The city's lit. The the fans there, they're great. Mm-hmm. And the people. It's a business. I ain't got no control over it. So whatever right. happens, happens. But I feel like the biggest thing with all this going on right now, I just want it to be over. Like, just let me know if I'm getting traded. Yeah. Let me know if I'm staying, this and that. Because 
I like watching film in the offseason. I like watching the offense, you feel me, seeing what they're going to do a lot and uh, stuff like that. So, Man, that is so – he's so relaxed there that it almost makes it seem impossible for him to be lying because I do think like, oh, you unfollowed the Bears, you're pissed about it. But that's his Mitch Trubisky, we got to get some of these TVs turned off moment. He won't get off social media because – of his age. He can't, like all of us. He's addicted to it. Uh. But whenever he sees a Bears post, all he does is see in the comments, draft Caleb or keep Justin. And the man's probably about to go to Cabo. And he's like, I know I'm not going to be able to stay off IG and Mm. stay off my phone. So he just unfollows it. I think that's incredibly relatable. It's so relatable. It's completely human, man. And he says, when he says, look, to be honest, I just want this over. And you heard it a little bit earlier in there. It's like when he sees the comments and stuff. I wouldn't want to see that, you know? I, I, I mean, like, you and I deal with it on a, on a smaller level when people are hating on us or, like, talking about, like, why doesn't why does somebody else, why doesn't golf have the afternoon show or whatever it is, you know? It's like we see it, we live it. Um, You're all so mean. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but but it, seriously. I, it, it's, I feel for him. I feel for him because he has busted his ass to be great, and he works very, very hard, and he's got a good, a good head on his shoulders and a lot of comfort um, with what he's doing, and he's he's tired of it. I, I hope I hope they give him clarity sooner rather than later. Why didn't it go viral when he unfollowed the score a few weeks ago when you put on that Caleb jersey? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and he was following us for some reason. I don't think so. Was he really? No. Okay. What? What? what I, this I, guy's the most gullible person Jesus. in the world. Says it right up there, dude. <laughs> it's unbelievable. We're in the gullible studios. I, I love. Um, I, I love the Q, the Q and A. They're like, "Why do you follow Bleacher Report?" You know, like them going after him about every little thing. He's still following the NFL. He Is says he? he doesn't want football on his on his timeline. He's still following plenty of outlets that put football on his yeah. timeline. He he knows what's happening. He, he, and by he, the way, if like he said right there, like I want to be studying film in the off season. Yeah. Do I? Do, does that mean he like didn't get Shane Waldron's playbook? Oh, that's a good question. You know what I mean? It's a good like, follow Because if he, well, but I, Equinemius St. Brown is, he's not exactly Walter Con- Cronkite there <laughs> with, the, with the journalism and the follow-ups. Though he, he did do a pretty good job of goading him on Drake London. I would have just been like, he went to Ohio State, buddy. Yeah, uh, you don't follow me. I, I'll do that right after this. Yeah, season. so he actually did a pretty good job. But when he's like, I'd like, I'd like to be watching film in the offseason. Well, if he's not talking to Shane Waldron about yeah. what's going on. That would be an indication. That seems to be a decent – he knows what's going to happen. He's not dumb. He just – there's no, no incentive for him to come out and, like, he knows that he will have sympathy Man. when he gets traded from his peers, from fans, whatever. He's not going to no, – he should demand a trade. They want to trade him. Like, he, like he, he, he doesn't need to play that role of the villain, but he, he knows what's going to happen. He seems he's happy, just, he's though. Just, he's exhausted by it, yeah. understandably so. He, it, it's – Totally reasonable for him to be under, uh, upset about it. He was asked, though, more specifically about his hometown Atlanta Falcons on the St. Brown Brother podcast. You're from Georgia, right? Yeah, I'm from Georgia. What do you think about Atlanta? Like, you like you like Atlanta? Atlanta would be tough. I, the only con of going back home is just people hit my phone crazy. Yeah, you know, wanting tickets to the game. But I mean, uh, I think I think they got a lot of play ma- playmakers on the team, and um, of course, Bijan. They got my boy Kyle, and then of course Drake. <laughs> Um, they probably need one more receiver, but um, they definitely got some guys over there. And their defense was just good this year, they too. Good so. defense last year. Jesse went crazy this yeah. year. Oh, my God. We went Calais um, Campbell, biggest Yeah. Calais, oh, but AJ, he's still, AJ Terrell. He's still turning up. Yeah. Corners. 
These guys are just naming their friends on the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, naming ballers. Calais Campbell, he's as old as normal Tom. Uh, <laughs> AJ Terrell, he's a baller. He Jesse Clemson, Bates, though. they're he talking sucked. about the yeah, safety. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's pretty. I mean, also we've heard many of those things about going home, but about the the ticket requests and the pressures of playing at home. That's a would be an a, a element for Caleb if he went to, uh, yeah. to to Washington. I don't know, man. Like it, we we've talked about what the possible trade markets are and the way that Zach Robinson has described the quarterback that he wants. It doesn't necessarily fit Justin. Other than the big arm, it doesn't necessarily fit what we've seen as Justin's strength so far. Listen, I'm I'm loud wrong all the time, but yes, I, you are. I, I full stop. Let's yeah. Next cut. No, I know, but I'm just saying. Like it 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 strikes me that Ryan Poles is talking to these reporters to try to say that there's a huge trade market for Justin Fields when there probably isn't. That's just my – I can't – I don't think there's six teams that make sense for him or four teams that make sense for him when you really start breaking it down. And so – Well, the other issue is that, I mean, if everybody thinks they've tried to, like, hedge and, and, and have use some leverage, but if everybody thinks they're going to draft a QB number one, then you hold out as long as you can in terms of what you'll give you'll yeah. up. I, I think holding out for anything more than a second-round pick is very unlikely. But and then people say, well, Sam Darnold got a second, a fourth, and a sixth. That was a terrible trade. <laughs> like, that, that was an awful trade. So just because there is precedent on something, it doesn't need mean it needs to Amen. be repeated. NFL GMs make awful trades all the time. Uh, he did go down memory lane, though. Last thing we'll play from Justin Fields from his appearance on the St. Brown Brother podcast. Then we'll get back to uh, interaction with the many mob members here in the town hall forum. Uh, Justin Fields' favorite Bears memory. I mean, I, I would say probably the first game, the first preseason game, bro. Because okay. if you ask me when I'm a sophomore in high school, like if that I'm going, or if you tell me that I'm going to the league, you feel me? I'm gonna be playing for the Bears and that. Like I'm saying, nah, you you tripping? Because if I got to set up my whole plan, my whole life plan at in 10th grade, I would say, all right, bet I want to walk on at a school like Clemson. I just want to be on the team. I don't even got to play. I just want to be on the team. And get my degree and then work an office job. That's how I thought my life was gonna go out. But I just kept getting better. And um of course my goals started changing, but really just being out there, like being out there on the field actually playing, I would say is my favorite memory because shoot, I never would have thought I would have made it. So Man, that is in some ways heartbreaking. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> His best memory was a preseason game. <sighs> Couldn't play in any bigger games for this team that it didn't work out more. Because I thought at first when he said his first game, first game was rough. Yeah. Was like, <laughs> the first, first game he got sacked nine times. At Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. No, he's talking about preseason no, I, I, coming he in. clarified, I know. But. Yeah, but like feeling the joy and feeling the love. I thought maybe he'd mention uh, the last game and hearing the crowd chant yeah. his name. Yeah, because I mean, he had I mean, he had the Monday night game, right, the, the game against New England. Yeah. Um, like he, he, had, he had highs, obviously, that Dolphin game that we referenced, the Cowboys game, not in wins, but great individual performances. Damn. But That Cowboys game is when I felt it. That Cowboys game was when I was like, man, look at that. Look what he's making happen. Look how much he does not quit and just kept making plays after play after play. It, it's been a journey, man. I, I know it's been a journey for you. We make fun of you for the QB1 party and everything like that, but it it, it, it's been a journey for all of us. Like, it, it, you know, and, and, and it's okay to change your mind, frankly. This, maybe I'm speaking to the QB1 side it's, uh, out there. It's like you get, you get new information. You hear from smart people, if not us, hear from the smarter people that we get to talk to, and, and you learn more about the position. 
which which I think we have over the past five or six years. Don't you think we've learned more about quarterback from everybody we've talked to living with the Mitch experience and the Justin experience? Don't you guys feel like you've learned some stuff over these last five or six years? So it, uh, opinions should evolve with all that we've heard. Well, we will go back to the audience here. We've got a lot of people who want to grab the microphone and weigh in on what they think that Ryan Poles should do at the quarterback decision. It's the Parkinson Spiegel QB1 Town Hall on the score. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Danny, love to you, love to speak. I give love to Shane, and same thing goes for Danny. Afternoons on the score. Now for my favorite part of the show. What that say? Talk to the audience. Oh, God, this is always dead. We're back live from the Blue Cross Blue Shield Performance Stage with more of the QB1 Town Hall broadcast with the Parkinson Spiegel Show on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Give yourself a round of applause. Oh, wow, that was tepid. All right, let's, to let's, give, were... th- let's give them a round of applause, okay. man. Okay. Some of them drove from far away. Many of them brought gifts. They all brought thoughts. I went out and talked to Corey, who we heard from the first time we, we talked to people because there's a text that came in that I wanted Corey to know about because he voiced his opinion. I think it was uh, pro, he's a K-Libertarian, and somebody texted and said, F Corey. Hell yeah. So yeah. Hell yeah. Welcome to our world. (laughs) 
All right. I was nice of Speaks to share that with you, <laughs> to bring him into that portion of our world. <laughs> I think he wanted to know. Okay. He appreciated yeah, yeah, I'm sure he did. It. Yeah. I'm sure he did. I was, it, it, it was wrong of normal Tom to send that text. Yeah. He could have just walked right back. My guy, yeah, say it to his face, Say it to his Tom. face, Tom. It's just not necessary. Whatever. They'll share a pizza later. Look at us. We're bringing people together is what we're doing here at the town hall. Uh, yeah. Again, we're all bonding over Aurelio's. We're celebrating their 65th anniversary. Yeah. Aureliospizza.com. Register for a chance to win a night at the UC with uh, Joe Rilio and Jeremy Roenick. So what do we got, Shane? Who are we hearing from so next? So we'll go back to the Just Independence, the only caller to the history of the show that's never had a wrong opinion about me, shot on the south side. Oh, shot in the flesh. That would be me. Uh, you guys doing? Appreciate everything. Glad to see everybody. Round of applause for Shot. He's a great caller. What up, Shot? You said you had a good one for us today. I had a beautiful one. I want to kind of bring the conversation towards the change in the landscape of how we view the quarterback's situation in the league right now. Mm-hmm. I think Mahomes is the plateau when Tom Brady acknowledged that. But when we look at that second tier, like when Brady was at the echelon, you had Peyton, Rivers, Breeze, okay, Roethlisberger, who I thought Justin was the closest comparable in terms of a pro hitting the ceiling because I thought what Chicago could build is historically what the Steelers got correct. Hey, Shad, could you hold that mic a little closer? No doubt. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Let's get big feels going, okay? (laughs) So I'm looking at the league and I'm looking at NFC right now. Outside of what we saw this year with Jordan Love, that's more of a byproduct of what's in Green Bay. We talked about coaching speaks. What I want to say is the ceiling for Jordan Love doesn't feel like Aaron Rodgers. That's what gives me the foundation of feeling like Justin is still the best player per game if we were in playoff situations, if the construct was built around him. We looked at how he played against Detroit. He was the best player on the field in both matchups this year, even going back to last year when he had no roster to speak of. The guy was throwing touchdowns to people were dropping. Robert Tunyon, no disrespect, Darnell Mooney regressed. We want to see this guy take a step, but it's all been about cultivating the best scenario for him. Me, my perspective, trait number one, move down. Who I would like to target, Brock Bowers, gives you an opportunity to build an infrastructure with two tight ends with Cole Komet and Justin Fields. Now, more traditional gameplay with DJ Moore being legitimate number one, and he was the best receiver quarterback combination in the league. Danny, I know you love those numbers. But if you put Marvin, Marzarati, Marv on the outside, you change the con, you change the entire complex construction of what the Bears stand for offensively. Am I wrong, guys? Let's go, Fields. <laughs> That's good stuff, Shad. It's good stuff. And football is the trickiest sport to really break down and talk about, and it's why people love to talk about it so much, because all that context does matter. I cannot get away from my feelings about Justin in terms of the pocket passer. He's done some of it, and we see some of it, but sometimes you see, man, all those films where people are open, he's not seeing it, and he takes off, okay? So he, he's not good enough at that. Then when he's on the run and he decides to throw it while he's on the run, it takes a split second longer 
than it does some of these other guys. Watch Caleb, watch Mahomes, watch Josh Allen, watch Jordan Love, unfortunately. Whatever body position they're in, they just, boom, they flick it. That quickness of release. And I think if you're watching every play, you do see that it takes Justin a hair longer. So that split second extra in the pocket and the split second extra on the run, that adds up to too much damn time. And, and I can, no matter the context, I can't invest in that when the number one pick is available. The other, the other thing that I think with the just build the super team around Justin argument. Maserati Marv. Maserati Marv. Um, I just don't want to hear that drop for the next 10 years. <laughs> uh, no, it's that I think people think, or in that argument, they presuppose that the only players that bust are quarterbacks. Like it, Brock Bowers could bust. I don't think Marvin Harrison Jr. could bust. Kevin White busted. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, Marvin Harrison Jr. is a better prospect than Kevin White. Just an example but, of a receiver. Yeah, bust. right, right. But like, it's it happens. It happens at every position. It happens at left tackle in the top ten. It happens at pass rusher in the top ten. It happens at tight. I mean, has Atlanta gotten what they thought they were going to get from Kyle Pitts at eight? I think that that's because they don't throw him the ball enough and they don't have a good enough quarterback, but. They, they, they can't be loving the return on that as a top 10 pick in Atlanta right now. So, like, if you were going to say for sure that Marvin Harrison Jr. is a number one receiver and Brock Bowers is, you know, the second coming of George Kittle and those are, like, all of those things were locked in, then I think it's a more sound argument to make, but they, they could not be. And they they have risk just like the just like those other guys, and so whereas a quarterback elevates all of those other positions around you, and it just strikes me as, you know, the Purdy example, man. How many times have we talked about Purdy? Like we were talking about with the the guy who's sitting two down from Shad uh, two commercial breaks ago in the audience. Like Purdy was number one in the NFL in QBR. He had four All Pros on his offense, and it still wasn't good enough. It still wasn't good enough. You know, so, and eventually he's not going to have all of that talent mm -hmm. around him. And then are we sure that he's going to be good enough? Yeah, and, and, I, it, and it gets complicated because I think Purdy's actually pretty damn good. I know you do, yeah. And, and, and showed some stuff in the Super Bowl in, in that regard that Steve Spagnolo pointed out. But it, it's, it's tricky, man, because if you improve the context, I mean, in some ways, didn't anybody remember the Cutler years? Like I've forgotten. Year after year, Jay doesn't have the offensive line. Then they gave it to him. Jay doesn't have the receivers. Then he had Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey. Jay doesn't have the defense. Then he doesn't have this. Man, I, I lived, I was doing middays for every one of those years, every day. And by the end of the time, it was like, man, there's no light bulbs left on the Jay Cutler excuse tree. There, there were none left. He either was good enough or he wasn't. And the answer was he wasn't. I remember the day I laid down my conversational sword on Jay. It's like sometimes, no matter how good you make the context, if a guy's not good enough, he's just not good enough. Go back to the audience for the town hall. Shane, who do we got? Yeah, back to the Calibertarians, Robert. Hey, thanks for doing this, guys. This is awesome. Um, appreciate it. Thanks for uh, being here, Robert. So Danny just actually stole what I was going to say about uh, the, the fields guys who or people who want to, uh, you know, get, get – uh, Marvin Jr. and others that there's no guarantee that they won't bust. Um, not the not the most uh, earth-shattering opinion, but when I look at things like this, it's a gamble, right? Period. And when you gamble, you got to take emotion out of it and look at historical numbers. Like if you're a gambler, that's what you do, right? And this is what we're doing. 
Look at Caleb's numbers in college. He compares to guys like Burrow. Just spend the time to do it. He's Burrow. He's he's Trevor. He's Deshaun Watson. Sorry, but you know, yep. uh, guys like players like that. And don't don't say you know uh, Baker Mayfield. He had four years. These are people that had three years. His numbers were were materially better than Justin's, and I love Justin. But I think you just got to take emotion out of it, look at it, look at the numbers. What has he done? I place my bet on that, and that makes me a Caleb guy. So thank you for the thank you for the uh, the input, Robert. You know the, the 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 Caleb thing in college, the numbers are ridiculous. Like they, but college numbers they they can be inflated, and he plays in you know a Lincoln Riley offense with no defense, and he gets into shootouts. The thing, if you want to like go back to Justin as a prospect to me, comparing him to Caleb, man, Justin just had he had everything at his disposal. Throwing to Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave with four of his five offensive linemen that have been drafted into the NFL, mm-hmm. his top tight end in the NFL, his top running back in the NFL. I mean, he was playing with an NFL team against the Big Ten, and Caleb Williams is not. Like, you know, he, what do you have, Jordan Addison last yeah, year? Yeah, Jordan Addison for one year last year, and, and this year Mims? he's got a cu- yeah, a couple of guys with no first round grades right, on the who's offense. A, on the Broncos. Yeah, and then a couple of guys that are gonna, you know, that will be drafted this year. But yeah. it, it is it is not they And a brutal offensive line, supposedly. But a, but again, and a that's, brutal defense. It, it's just you can do the context for everything and everybody, and it all makes sense. In the end, I'm just I, I'm trying to learn and judge the traits. Learn and judge the traits and, and the tape as best we can. Yep. Uh, just trying to com- – uh, to yeah. Robert's point of comparing them as prospects, I do think, like, Caleb has done more with less uh, than Justin did coming out of Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Shane, who's next? Let's do one undecided. Paul has a good question for you, Danny. Okay. What's up, Paul? Thank you for coming. Hey, guys. Paul Correct. Uh, long time. Paul not- Correct is in, like – Paul Correct. You're right. That's my rap name. I like it. Most polls are, are correct, I- I guess. My well, this is, one is. My, my name is Danny P. <laughs> Your name is Long time mob member, first time town hall appearance. <laughs> All right. you, All weren't, right. you weren't at the Jack Concannon town hall? I, I wasn't able to. I was washing oh. my hair. Where were you? Um, this guy's got a lot of bears. The Bobby Douglas Virgil Carter town hall was epic, my friend. <laughs> Wish Go you ahead, could Paul. have been there. Yeah. Uh, before anything, I do have to say on behalf of all uh, fo- uh, Shane Reardon... Fo- Twitter followers? Oh, boy. Shane, we know you got another dog. <laughs> wow, Paul's going His name is Weller. Shane. We get it. Oh, man. Okay. Wow. He's got, right. hey, Paul, he's got so few joys in life. Let him have that. Sorry, buddy. Wow, we, we, we gave him the microphone. We can't even take it back. Go ahead, Paul. We've got all the time that in the was world. Your, that was your mistake, Shane. We've it's got all radio. the time in the world. Paul. All right. Not all right. good dog fans. <laughs> Go on. Uh, real question, though. So... Un- I'm an undecided because I don't know what they're going to get for this pick. I think everyone says it's going to be unprecedented. Unpre- this haul, it's always a haul. What, my question for both of you, especially Danny, though, is what, what exactly would move you, like how much of a haul would convince you, all right, screw it, I will trade the pick. What will it take? And don't be... Hyperbolic, like for real. <laughs> Have you Try met him? Yeah, this is a lot of. I, that's why I said it. <laughs> Try to be reasonable and tell me what could convince you to trade that pick, because that's why I'm on the fence, because I don't know what we can get. 
Thanks, guys. Good question. Oh, Very good question. It, it's a really good question. It's a really good question. Paul correct. He Paul came correct. correct. Paul came correct. Okay. So tell me if this is a cop-out. If Caleb Williams is what he is supposed to be, there is nothing that you could trade for that would be worth giving him up. And I'll and I'll just I'll I'll answer your question more specifically, but like, for example, Ryan Poles passed on drafting CJ Stroud last year. And he said that he says that they're better with DJ Moore, Darnell Wright, Tyreek Stevenson, and the number one overall pick. And you could certainly make that argument. But if today Ryan Poles picked up the phone and called Houston and said, I will trade you DJ Moore, Darnell Wright, Tyreek Stevenson, and our first-round pick. Now, not the number one pick, because when you trade a draft pick, you don't know what it's going to be. But let's, So let's make it the ninth overall pick, right? Houston would hang up the phone. They'd hang up the phone. They would not take Tyreek Stevenson, Darnell Wright, DJ Moore, and the ninth overall pick for C.J. Stroud because they have a franchise quarterback that they think is going to be their guy for the next decade on a rookie contract. If you called the Chiefs and said, you can only trade first-round picks for three years in the NFL, we'll trade you our three number one picks, and you could pick five players off of our team, any five that you want. They would laugh at you and hang up the phone. So if Caleb Williams is a better player than Andrew Luck and Joe Burrow, there is literally nothing that you're allowed to trade in the NFL that is worth more than those guys on a rookie contract. It's, it is actually impossible because the NFL doesn't say that you can trade 10 first-round picks. You're not allowed to. So, I mean, what's the thing? I don't – I honestly, man, like – the second pick in the draft plus two other firsts from Houston plus Terry McLaurin and Deron Payne. And I just I don't I don't think it exists. He didn't hear the not hyperbolic. But but that's what I'm question. saying. I, I don't I don't I so I, I maybe, maybe it's a cop out. Maybe maybe it's a cop out. Well, here's why. But he, I but he, I, I honestly don't think if Ryan Pohl says Caleb Williams has a chance to be Patrick Mahomes, no team in the NFL could make him an offer that would trade the draft rights to the next Patrick Mahomes. No you, team could do it. You don't know when the next time there will be a number one overall quarterback prospect like this. You you don't know when that is. Some people are saying, "Oh, it's Arch Manning." It, I mean, we we have no idea. It's like so whatever picks you get may not end up being a number one overall, depending on where a team finishes. And that year, that number one overall might not be a quarterback that's worth this. I mean, this is a very special opportunity, gifted to you, and and just delivered and and hand wrapped and placed in Ryan Poles' lap. I'm going to talk to you in the back after this and tell me if you, you think I adequately answered your question. Because I, I, I feel like I danced around it a little bit. But so I, I, I was saying why you danced around it. Because the yeah. value of what this is, you don't know the next time. It's not, not every number one overall pick is the same. Not every first quarterback in the draft is the same. Right. Yeah, that, 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 that is absolutely true. Uh, Mark Rohde is going to make this show a whole lot more likable in the, in the 4 o'clock hour, and we will continue to hear from you. We got a packed house for the QB1 Town Hall. Parkins in Spiegel on the score. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Chris, Mad Dog, Russo. You guys are the best. The both of you. Afternoons on the score. I don't know. Who is the first pick? The Bears. The Bears have the first pick. You think they're going to keep Justin? They should if they're smart, but you know. It's the Bears. You said it, not me. What the hell? Yeah, that was... Bears really caught a stray there in that C.J. Stroud interview. Yeah, right? It's tough, uh, but it's the Bears. Hey, oh, man. It's so true. Every current player and just about every former player, well, most of them, are just independents. They're Justin Fields believers. Yep. And some of it is because they, too, have been held back at different times in their careers by god-awful coaching and, well, and bad GMs and inferior uh, talent around them. It is the most relatable thing to every current and former player. Well, in a second, Tanny, let's play the Josh Lucas uh, cut that we have picked out because like, I was just talking to someone in, in the audience, and they're like, yeah, but, you know, Caleb won't have Andy Reid to turn him in the moment. Like, Correct. Yeah, no, that's why that was a perfect situation. Andy had Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, and he got to sit for a year behind Alex Smith, who's one of the smartest quarterbacks of the last 20 years, and they had won double-digit games three years in a row. That was a perfect situation. Sure, but who did C.J. Stroud have? Right, right. C.J. So, Stroud had a defensive head coach. This exact structure, defensive head coach and, you know, offensive coordinator really, you know, getting a chance is, is, is this kind of structure Caleb would be coming into. And Josh Lucas makes the point if the quarterback is special enough, it doesn't matter. So Matt won't be the primary reason how the quarterback's developing. Here's, right, a, here's but what the, I'll but, but The best offensive mind that you could possibly hire is not an offensive coordinator under Matt Eberflus. It's a guy who's ready to be a head coach. I don't want to hire an offensive coordinator for a lame duck head coach if I'm trying to develop Caleb Williams. I want to say, okay, Jim Harbaugh, okay, Ben Johnson, okay, Eric Bieniemy, okay, whomever, like, you're our top dog. We're going to pay you like our top dog. You're, here's your five-year contract. And oh, by the way, that lines up with our quarterback's rookie five-year contract as well. Go make magic and go be great on offense for the Chicago Bears for the first time in checks notes ever. <laughs> that I agree with. Here's the real. Mitch Trubisky wasn't good enough. Justin Fields is Good. If Caleb Williams is special, it won't matter. That is the Herbert argument. It won't matter. They, they, they fired Anthony Lynn. They fired uh, Brandon Staley. And nobody in the world questions whether or not Justin Herbert's great. Yeah, it won't matter. If he's going to be an elite quarterback in this league, the thing that would scare me the most is you get into you get into year two, you get into year three, and you're like, Whoa, we got a guy. And they already have a good roster. So if he if he they have a developing roster that's coming along really quickly. It's not complete, but they're gonna continue, in my opinion, to mm-hmm. add to it. If he's truly great, it won't matter. So all your concerns about the coaching structure and how it would be better to have that great offensive mind, 
I get it. But if the kid is great, it won't matter. Yeah, and it, it's instructive, and it's it's true, right? Like, it took Josh Allen a while, but he was not nearly the prospect that Caleb was. And But he did it with a defensive head coach. Right. And, and then, has now done it with multiple offensive coordinators. Right, that's my point, right? And, and so, like, it... They, he didn't have Stephon Diggs his first two years in the NFL. He wasn't good. He took a ton of lumps. There was a lot of ugly plays. And now he's 4,500 yards and 35 touchdowns every single year. This year, way too many interceptions. But, but I mean, he's undeniably a top-five quarterback in the NFL that you know is good enough to win with. I, I, I'd sign up for Caleb Williams to be Justin Herbert. That would be incredible. And then the hope is that you just build around him well enough that you can you can be but like Justin Herbert is clearly if you watch the games good enough and special enough to win big with in the NFL and I'll be floored if he doesn't win big with Jim Harbaugh once they get out of their terrible cap situation. We appreciate all of our listeners having a couple of good exchanges with texters as always but man it's great to see people here just about everybody wants to talk and has given their thoughts or at least their perspective to Shane who gets to walk around with the mic like he's Phil Donahue dated reference and uh, put the mic in people's faces. Well we've got a lot more time for that. Olin Cruz is going to join us at 5 o'clock. He's not a draft expert. He's not going to have watched every snap of Caleb Williams, but he has watched some Caleb, and he's going to weigh in on that. I have no idea how Olin feels about him. Uh, we'll talk to him about the center position and Justin Fields and two quarterbacks in that locker room and all that. That's at 5 o'clock. Mark Grody will be here, but we got a ton more time in the 4 o'clock hour to hear from our great listeners who have come out for the first ever Parkinson Spiegel QB1. And frankly, by the way, as I say that, first ever? Yeah. I hope we don't have one again for like 20 years. Not a QB1. <laughs> I read this might be the last QB1 debate for a good long time. Yeah, that's the goal. That's the goal. Boy, that would be nice. Oh so then what will we talk about on the show? <laughs> <laughs> Not the White Sox. Hey, man, just wait for the spring training town hall. I mean, that's going to kill, isn't it, everybody? Things that matter from the spring training town hall in two weeks. Have you guys heard about new, my new dog yet? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot I'll, I'll put to the do. Furbo camera up on the TV if you want it. I promise we will be able to find content when we're talking about the Bears being competitive for a Super Bowl every year. It's going to be great. Okay. A decade of relevance in the NFL. How about that? All right. I'm in. You and your baseball. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 